You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode 17 of volume 5. I'm your host, Edub, and we are delighted that you decided to come by and check us out and uh, hang out with us. <laughs> we are in our off-season program, and so the news and notes aren't as extensive as they usually are, but we do have some draft profiles we want to get into today as well as just a little bit of some Hawks news we'll get into. And uh, it's going to be a good 30 minutes, man. Good, fun 30 minutes. So, again, we appreciate you for checking us out. First and foremost, man, let me get rid of this housekeeping if you stumbled onto the podcast. Uh, Don't turn that dial, man. Stick around. Hang out with us for a little bit. Give us a shot. Uh, A lot of what we do is on the social media front. So, with that being said, we invite you to connect with us on all of our social media platforms. We're on all of them. <laughs> so if you're on Instagram and Twitter, our uh, our screen name is at uh, HawksBeat. You can find us there. Go ahead and give us a follow and you'll be uh, kept up to date on what we tweet and what we post on our Instagram page. Uh, we are also on Facebook for the Facebookers. Just go to that search bar on Facebook and type in the Hawks Beat. Uh, from there, you'll be abreast as to anything that we post from the website, any videos that we post, and it's just a way for us to connect with us on uh, connect with you guys on uh, the social media front as far as Facebook is concerned. YouTube, we're on YouTube as well. Just search the Hawks Beat and the podcast. So the podcast is available on. A plethora of platforms. We are on Spotify. We are on iTunes. We are on Anchor. We are on Stitcher. We're on all of those platforms where you uh, can find podcasts. So go to those areas, your favorite area. If it's iTunes, we're there. If it's Spotify, we're there. Um, Go ahead and uh, subscribe to us there. And if you could, if you would be so inclined, 
take a minute and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Let us know that you love the show. Let us know what you hate about the show, what you want to see us improve on. Just make sure you give us those five stars. (laughs) We would greatly appreciate it. The five-star rating uh, really helps us in the podcast community, and it helps us with our credibility. So um, I think that is it as far as the housekeeping is concerned. Let's get into a little bit of some Hawks news and notes. All right, boys and girls, it is time for some Hawks news and notes. Really only one big story that is on the docket. Um, Hawks made national news this week when a story broke from uh, ESPN's Jonathan uh, Givney and Mike Schmidt that the Hawks and the Knicks are exploring or talking about a potential trade. Uh, In the trade, the Hawks would receive the number three pick for the Knicks. Um... Actually, uh, let's see, the trade number three picks for the Hawks, two first round. Yeah, so the Hawks would receive the number three pick for from the Knicks, and the Knicks would in turn receive the number eight and the number ten pick. Um, of course, they would probably uh, add some other things around that, but that's kind of the crux of the uh, the deal being discussed. Um, it's a lot going on here. Uh, first of all, you have to look at this thing from two schools of thought. And we, we posted this on the website. Make sure you check it out, thehawksbeat.com. Um, this is the time of year when deals are being made, man. And you have to have a poker face. You have to also take stories like this with a grain of salt. I'm uh, not saying that it's not true. I believe that it very much is, very much is true. But until something happens, it's just kind of all a, you know, it's all kind of just talk. Um, I look at it like this. From the Hawks standpoint, the idea of moving up in the draft to me, and this is just to me, and you guys tell me what you feel. Go ahead and tweet me at HawksBeat. Um, I don't think moving up in this draft is the best move, right? I don't think that moving up is the best move unless you're moving up to either get Zion Williamson or John Morant because on my draft, on my big board, those are the only two guys with star potential um in this draft you have Zion you have John Morant and then everybody else is kind of like like pick and choose they're kind of all in the same tier so to move up for a guy that's not one of those two guys I don't necessarily think it's a good idea however I'm not the GM of the Atlanta Hawks I don't know if they have fallen in love with the guy if they fall and got fallen in love with the guy and decide that uh, he is worthy of that number three pick and giving up that eight and ten pick, then by all means, that's what they're going to do. You also have to look at it from the standpoint of Travis is not afraid to wheel and deal. We saw that last year with the the Trey Young and the Luka Doncic deal. As much as we talk about um, draft day trades and this, that, and the other, nobody really saw that coming. Nobody really saw that coming. A lot of the the consensus was, you know, that number three pick was either going to be Jaron Jackson or Marvin Bagley or whatever the case may be. But um, Travis isn't afraid to pull that trigger. And we just don't know if there is a guy out there they, that they have fallen in love with. Um, the consensus a lot of the times that for that number three guy is R.J. Barrett. Are they so in love with R.J. Barrett that they are willing to give 
up an eight and a 10? Or is it the other way around? Or is it that they don't really see anything that they like at eight and 10 and are willing to just fold and just take a, take a stab at RJ Barrett? That is another school of thought. So we'll keep our eyes on the story and we'll, we'll definitely keep you abreast as to our thoughts and what's going on with that. Um, again, I just don't see in this type of draft where you have a lot of guys that are that are grading out around the same as far as skill set and potential and all those things that matter. I just don't see the value in um, moving up, but I don't know. I think if you do land R.J. Barrett, I think it'll be good for this team. I think that he'll fit in. Um, they still have a ton of roster decisions to make, so um, we'll see. At the end of the day, man, I trust Travis. <laughs> I trust Travis and uh, he's going to make the deal that he believes is best, and we'll just have to wait and see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for some draft profiles. Now, if you have missed any of the earlier episodes, make sure you go to thehawksbeat.com and get caught up to date on what we have, uh, the work we've done, man. We have profiled Cam Reddish, Jared Culver, Brandon Clark, um, Jackson Hayes, Kelvin Johnson, Hachimura. Um, who else did we do? Last last week, last episode we did Kobe White, DeAndre Hunter, Nazir Little. So make sure you go back and check out those uh, podcasts and see what we have about those guys that we've scouted. So today we're going to try to do three more guys since we didn't have a lot of news and notes. going to try to do three more guys for you today. Just give you some um, some insight into who these guys are. So when uh, the Hawks draft or whenever these guys, if they so happen to get drafted by the Hawks, you'll say, hey, man, I, I remember that podcast when Edub talked about these guys and it may offer a little bit of insight. So first of all, I want to start with a guy, uh, Sekou Dumbwaya. I hope I didn't butcher his name. I may have butchered his name, but for the sake of making it easy and fluid, I'm just going to call the boy Sekou. <laughs> Sekou Dumboya. So he's from France, international player, power forward, 6'9", 218, 220, uh, depending you know, on, on what site you look at. 6'11", wingspan, 18 years old. International player has been playing international ball. Ever since he was 14. So with the international players, that is one thing that you really like is the fact that they've been playing ball ever since they could, ever since they were little kids, you know. So from a standpoint of uh, experience, uh, they've been playing against grown men since they were like 14, 15. Um, watching the tape on Seiku, one thing that sticks out is that this guy is very athletic, very athletic. Uh, he loves to run. He's good at getting out on the break. Very good finisher. Good body control. One of the things that I've that I looked at as far as the scouting, a lot of people talked about uh, he needs to improve on his dribbling, and I agree with that. Watching the tape on him, dribbling can uh, be need, needs to be improved on, but by no means is he a bad dribbler. You know, that's just an area that he needs to improve on. Um, he's not. He's. I don't. From the tape that I saw, he's not really out of control with his dribble, but you know, there's, there's, there's. I mean, he's a big guy. You know, he's a power forward. You know, they don't put the, they don't put the, uh, the ball on the floor a lot, but um, 
that's one area of improvement. Of course, he also needs to work on his shot a little bit. However, he can knock down shots if he takes his time, gets his feet set. But I said this in my scouting report that I wrote. Um, he should become a better shooter once the NBA becomes his job. Once the NBA becomes his job, that's all he's going to be doing is working on his shot. And when you're assessing these guys, that's what you have to take into consideration. How good will they be when all they had? They don't have to go to class when all they do is have to focus on their game. Um, he has the tools to be a really good defender. That's what I like because I really think that the Hawks need to grab somebody with a defensive acumen. I've said that all season long. Um, he's a very good two-way player already. Uh, he's actually a sneaky good rim protector. Um, I don't know the metrics as far as his block shots are concerned, but um, a really good defender. And uh, that's the guy the Hawks need because if you watch Hawks basketball last year, how many times did these guys give up 40 points in a quarter? I mean, it was nauseating. It was nauseating. But I really like the, uh, the Sekou kid from France. Um, I think he has a nice body, a nice NBA body. He seems a little bit, I don't want to say he's more polished than Nazir Little. Nazir Little obviously is, you know, has the bigger, Nazir Little obviously is, um, let's see if I can pull up his info. Yeah, I think Nazir is slightly bigger. Uh, Nazir is a little bit small. Nazir is 6'6", 220 with a 7'2 wingspan. So uh, smaller in height, but bigger in a in, in bigger wingspan, which means he has longer arms. Um, the, the, the edge, see, these two are very similar, man. That's, so that's why I'm like, kind of like, they're, they're very similar as far as they're both very athletic. They both need to improve on their basketball IQ because they're so young. But with the Seiku kid, I think that imagining him in a Hawks uniform, imagining him on this team playing with an elite point guard, such a Trey Young. Who loves to pass the ball? Who loves to pass the ball? Trey loves to shoot, but he loves to pass the ball. So if you get a guy like this that loves to run, plays good defense, um, good finisher, athletic kid, a guy who can knock down shots if he gets his feet set, I think that he will be a great fit for this Atlanta Hawks team. Um, I've heard from some of my sources that the Hawks are indeed interested in him. Um, how interested they are, I don't know. But he's definitely on the Hawks' radar. So um, go to YouTube, man. Check out some tape on Seku and uh, some pretty good stuff on there. So um, that is the profile on one Mr. Seku. I'm going to try this one more last time. Doom Boya. Doom Boya. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back. Uh, you listen to the Hawksby podcast. I almost forgot what podcast we were talking about here. <laughs> Episode 17 of Volume 5. We're doing some NBA scouting for some of these college kids, man. Next up on the docket is Darius Garland. Dar Darius Garland is a point guard for the University of Vanderbilt. Or is it Vanderbilt University? I don't know. Anyway, dude is a bomb. Six three, one hundred seventy three pounds. He's a sophomore, and simply put, he's the best point guard in this draft, not named Ja. 
<laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. When you watch the film on Garland, he pops, man. He pops. Um, a lot of people are projecting him to be uh, a potential all-star, a 10 to 12-year starter from the point guard position. Uh, the Garland kid is the real deal, man. ISO pull-ups, he has the complete game, can score from all three levels. Um, he has amazing handle, handle handles. <laughs> amazing handles that allow him to get anywhere on the court. Um, he can find anywhere on the sport, uh, anywhere on the floor, get to his spots, and get around any defender. Physically, he compares to Steph Curry. Now, don't don't run away when I say that. I said physically, meaning his size and his stature. They're both around six three, both kind of lanky, rangy type guys. You don't want to say that this is the next Steph Curry, but physically, from a body standpoint, he's, he resembles Steph Curry. Well beyond his years and uh, how he handles the pick and roll. I saw a, new, a, a, a lot of his pick and rolls that he did on film. Um, he just a very good decision maker, excellent passer, small but very quick with the ball, a la one guy that we have on our squad named Trey Young. Um, decision-making needs to get him better, of course, because he's a young guy. Uh, his natural talent can lead him to do a little bit too much at times, right? So when you have a simple pass or a dribble, uh, sometimes he likes to put a little bit too much mustard on it. We're, we're kind of accustomed to that as well. You typically see this with young, talented guys who are kind of quick. Um, needs to become a better finisher. At times, he can be a defensive liability. So there's a lot of Trey Young in this guy that we see. Nevertheless, Darius Garland is the real deal. Um, whoever gets this guy on uh, on their squad uh, is going to um, they're going to be set from the point guard position. Most mock drafts have him going in the top five. Top five, no more. By the time the Hawks pick at eight, uh, I imagine that he will be gone. However. The Hawks have their point guard for the future, so there's really no case in which the Hawks are going to be looking at Darius Garland. Um, <laughs> I've read one mock draft that even had him going to the, um, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, which would be just silly because they just drafted a point guard in the first round of last year's draft. I think if you go on the Tankathon's mock draft, they had him going at number four to the Lakers. So what does that mean for the ball kid? I don't know, but I know that the Garland kid is uh he he's as he's as good as gold. Um there's a case that he may go six to Phoenix, seven to Chicago. Both of those teams are in need of point guards. You pair him with um Who's the kid in Phoenix? Uh, the kid in Phoenix. I forget his name, but the shooting guard there. Um, and then with DeAndre Jordan. I mean, DeAndre, uh, what's the boy's name? The center that, that got drafted last season will be a good pairing as well, man. So uh, the Garland kid is, is, is a good guy. I, my overall outlook on him is, um, I wrote this. I wrote Garland as a top point guard in this draft. Offensively. Uh, he's talented, who can score at all three levels with exceptional handles and able to get to any spot on the court. He's a very confident player. He enjoys the deep three. Uh, Decision-making will need to improve as he also 
will need to work on becoming a better finisher. Won't be mistaken for a defensive stopper. Hawks shouldn't be interested in him as long as Trey Young is on the roster. He's a guy with NBA starters potential, period, point blank. And the guy's name that I was thinking of was Devin Booker. <laughs> so you pair him with Devin Booker and Phoenix, I think that would be a a really good point, uh, a really good backcourt for one Mr. Garland. So I don't see him getting past the Suns at six. Um, may even be grabbed by the Lakers at four. I don't, I don't know why Cleveland would grab him, but I really like the Garland kid, a uh, really special kid. So um, that's your report on one Mr. Darius Garland. All right, guys, um, for our last guy that we're going to preview today, um, we're going to take a look at Tyler Haro. I think that's how you pronounce his name, Haro. Um, shooting guard from the University of Kentucky. He's a freshman, 6'5", 195. Good NBA size. Um, I don't have his wingspan uh, listed as of now, but uh, Tyler is a part of a very good freshman class that came into the University of Kentucky. Um, a very good spot-up shooter, shot 42% on uncontested threes, figures to be a good spot-up shooter in the NBA. So in the NBA, as long as you are a type of guy who has a shot, uh, you are a shot maker, you will always have a spot in the NBA, a la J.J. Redick, a la Kyle Korver. And I'm not comparing him to these guys per se, but I'm saying that if you can find a niche in the NBA as a shooter, uh, most most uh, notoriously, uh, most notably, I mean, as a spot-up shooter, then you're always going to have a job. Um, last year, he thought he shot 36% from three during the season, but I imagine that number could go up in the pros. Um, he has to learn the nuances of how to get himself open and uh, how to get uh, the spacing of the NBA. All of these things come into having or being successful as a NBA three-point shooter, being a good shooter. Um, he's going to have to learn the inside-outside game. Can you shoot off the dribble? He's going to have to add things to his repertoire as opposed to just being a three-point shooter. He's not the most athletic guy, which could be a problem covering NBA wings. Um, he could be streaky at times with a shot, as is most shooters. Uh, most shooters are, are, are streaky guys. Um, he's a very excellent free throw shooter. So 93% um, needs to get better handling the ball. He has a nice floater in his arsenal. So um, there's a lot of potential for, for Tyler Hero. Um, a lot of the mock drafts that I've seen have him going between 15 and 20, between 15 and 22 around that lower first round type of um that lower first round type of pick. I saw one I think NBA Draft Net had him going to Oklahoma City at twenty one. Uh Tangathon had him going to the Pacers at eighteen. All of those would be good places for him and uh good areas for him to shine. Uh, my final outlook I wrote on Mr. Hero. I said Haro will make his money on the next level by his ability to make shots from the mid-range and three-point level. Figures to be an above-average spot-up shooter. He's sneaky athletic, but still might have trouble covering NBA wings. Um, excellent free-throw shooter, doesn't really have imposing size. NBA always will have a place for shooters, and he should fit in nicely 
on most teams. I really like this kid, man. I really think that whoever gets this guy is going to pick up a solid pro. So that is the report on Mr. Tyler Harrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will wrap things up for our latest podcast. Hopefully we can get another one out this week as the Hawks will continue to bring guys in for their pre-draft workouts. Um, Thank you for listening to the podcast. And as always, man, make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms. Until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Peace and love. Like we always do about this time. I was gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. Um, this is episode number 18, man, episode 18 of the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is a, um, I guess you can call it a breaking news podcast, even though the news broke yesterday and everyone's kind of had 24 hours to digest what has gone on. But um, just wanted to hit on that one topic today. But first and foremost, man, let me um, just tell you a little bit about um, the Hawks Beat Podcast, man, you can subscribe to our podcast via any of the platforms where you find podcasts for the free ski. And uh, we would greatly appreciate it if you went on iTunes and gave us a good five-star rating. Tell us what you love about the show, what you hate about the show. Um, also, the big a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms. We are on Twitter and Instagram. If you are on those networks, just type in at Hawks Beat and you will find us. Go ahead and give us a follow and we would greatly appreciate it. For the Facebookers, we're on Facebook as well. So make sure you connect with us on all our social media platforms because that is a big part of what we do. And of course, the hub where everything is um, everything is placed on Al Gore's internet is www thehawksbeat.com. Now, it's www.thehawksbeat.com, not just regularhawksbeat.com. So make sure you guys check that out. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the story today, guys. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.